basement dwellers, hosted by your boys, Jacob Santoro and Christian Talone. You're blabbering about unnecessary stuff. Cut it out. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe button, and get all the updates from the channel, too. Tell me what your hand's doing over that button first. But for now, just loud shout and kick back, because I got a fresh one right here delivered to your speakers. Lock in. Episode 7-0. Welcome back, everybody, to the Basement Dweller Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, uh, a local artist, musician, and the president of the Beautiful Hair Club. With us today, we have Esteban, and I'm already forgetting how to pronounce your last name, so finish it for me. Palacios. Palacios. Hey, welcome on, buddy. Thanks for coming on with us today. Howdy. What's, it like? What's going on, man? Oh, you know, uh, excited to be here, you know, working, doing all my normal shit, but... Uh, <clears throat> It was cool to get the invite from you guys. About time, right? Yeah, be able to come out and just have a little convo and shoot the shit. You know? Very excited. Yeah, yeah we've man. been talking about this for months, it feels like. Almost fucking years, it feels like. Yeah, yeah, man. It's It's been really crazy. Like, anytime something comes up, you know, it's, it's hard to get out, but... Um, I'm glad to be here. So oh, for sure. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. of course, man. Thanks for coming on, really. I mean, anytime that we get to, like I was telling you before we started, uh, it's always musicians and comedians. Those are my favorite. And you and I go pretty way back. I mean, I mean I've, we've known at least of each other for what? Oh, man. Uh, I think we met when I was, so I'm about to be 30, and I was like 16 or 17 when I met you, something like that. Yeah. Maybe a little older. But we uh, had originally met at some random ass club out in like tempe yeah, it was know. like 2013 2014 yeah something era. like that yeah. you know so i remember um we were all just a bunch of crazy idiots you know dumb kids playing was. on stage yeah <laughs> no nothing's changed yeah, nothing's, nothing's changed. changed oh yeah christian's here too hi buddy <laughs> yeah. i was like where's my camera <laughs> yeah. christian's uh christian got promoted to cameraman for this episode so he's gonna earn his wings so i'm only having a minor Panic attack. Yeah, it's, it's okay. You're learning. Just you and me both. Yeah. I feel like every episode moving on after we started buying these cameras is just more so a open invitation to apply to just be a producer for us. Like, say, hey, we're struggling. <laughs> Please help us. There's so many things uh, going on here. So Esteban is part of the band uh, The Writ, if I'm saying that right. Yes. I got to ask. I've, I've just been dying to know. So where'd that name come from? Um, so it's actually uh, it's a Black Sabbath song. Yeah, um, okay. off of the Sabotage album. I believe it's the last track on the Sabotage album. Uh, we have gone through like several iterations with different band names, and we're struggling to find a name that really fit us because we don't like necessarily pigeonhole to one style. So yeah. after going through the rigmarole of like a thousand different names, um, our lead guitar player suggested The Writ, you know, because we're all Sabbath fans and we we're doing kind of a doomy thing at the time. And Very cool sound. You know, I was like, fuck it, you know. That that works for me. I don't really care what we're called, you yeah. know, as long as it's memorable and it sticks. So, I envy that. I bounce. I'm not even in a band, but me, me and Christian are doing like that that casual like late twenties thing where like you're not in a band, be like you know, it'd be a fucking sick band name, right? So I just bounce off. He just says things. I was like, damn, cool band name. Like I just I have to like I have to like keep something because what was the one that we landed on for a little while? Uh, Stogie. Sto- Stogie. Stogie. Yeah, those we came on the Stogie. I liked that one a lot. I yeah. liked uh, Weekend Dads. Oh, I like weekend bands. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty sweet. Yeah, that's a good one. Man. I like I like bouncing just ideas of just uh, of band names. But that yeah, I, okay. I knew as soon as you said, I was like, yeah, that definitely sounds like. I thought it it was right there. But yeah, Sabbath. That's cool. Huge Sabbath fan too. Yeah, um, man. 
Electric Funeral. It's way to, you know, or you know, just the Wizard. That's another one of my favorites. Um, I liked when we were coming up with band names. I came up with this fucking cable. Yeah. Um, what was it? I was like, we could. I was like, you can go into any Castlevania game, and um, you could just pick any item. Yeah. <laughs> any item from the game and then like you just turn it into a band name like my favorite one was power of sire yes <laughs> I was like, that sounds yes. so cool Hell or, yeah, or car parts slave cylinder hey you know you know you know christian plays bass i play guitar it sounds like we're about to start that band dude sounds let's like, go yeah. dude let's go you sing so in the band you sing yes. uh, lead and you are also guitar yeah yeah rhythm guitar and uh Sing. That's the one thing I can't do. I, I I have tried even on the easiest songs like fuck even like closing time. I cannot like just synchronize like singing and playing guitar at the same time, especially with the music that you play. I can't imagine it. It's easy to learn. I don't know, man. Like it's just one of those things that I've always wanted to do. And like I started out, I started from the bottom, bro. I started out as a drummer, mm-hmm. and I went to bass. I went to guitar, and then I started singing. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna try it. You can, know? I, can I say thank you for not putting bass at the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Bass players are like maybe one or two IQ points higher than drummers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drummers always annoyed me just because it's it's in my from what I've seen, it, it can be the most expensive, and you're always you have the heaviest shit, and it always revolves around where we practice. Yes, is the is whoever has the drum yes. kit because. And- the, shout out shout out to my old drummer Michael because he would bring that shit like every time we practice. Oh, you know, so it's like the commitment. But I know most drummers like, yeah, you're either practicing at my house or the band's not gonna be a thing because I can't practice in my one bedroom apartment. Oh, so. it's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah. And you're usually the first one there and the last one out if you're a drummer, you yeah. know, and you you gotta set it up right or else you're gonna fucking lose a cymbal or you know, <laughs> something's gonna fall off. And yeah. I do fear that because like my biggest fear was always like 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 you get you're sweaty, you know. And you lose a pick, it's whatever. But my always my fear with the drummers is like, did you ever see that video of like the guy from a uh, Polyphia? Uh, it's like that video that was going around where like he lost like his his earbud, and yeah, so, so yeah. they had to have the tech just like 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 just keep time on his like fucking yeah, leg. Yeah, that's so terrifying. Or like when a cymbal goes down, or like shit like that. Yeah, man, and that's the problem with running like fully in ear and not having any on stage monitoring. Mm-hmm. You know, because once you lose that capability, or like. You you know if you're running full in here and you lose your fucking laptop and your yeah. band just falls apart, you got to be ready to fucking eject from that shit and just yeah. raw dog it. Because you know if if you're out there without any backup plan, especially as a drummer, good luck. You know, <laughs> fuck, that's terrifying. That's what nightmares are made of for sure. Oh yeah, you just did a show. Um, yeah. you just did a show last Saturday at Pub Rock, right? Yeah. And how's that one? Uh, it went well. We played with uh, Audubon. I I bought their shirt. Shout, Shout out, out Audubon. Shout out. Really Shout out. cool. Kind of like mixture of traditional uh like i don't know like traditional medieval mixed with irish stuff and metal i definitely get that vibe oh my god the Um, magic of radio yes yes of course yeah i I, uh i used to loathe that part like the editing part but i'm like oh man it makes everything so much better just like uh uh, hold on a second like there was times i was so nervous in my first episodes that like my guests were like it's okay like we can Take a break, you know? And I was like, oh, thank God. And it's like, you don't, you always forget that you, you could just cut shit out, you know? Yeah. During our Halloween episode, I felt so bad for him. I don't know if you saw, like, the like the promos or anything like that, but he had, like, I was so stoned. I was fucked. I was fucking really high. And he was wearing a full, like, Plague Doctor mask. <laughs> and so, like, I felt bad for him because I couldn't see what his face was. So it's like, I would, like, like oh, it's, it's something, right? And, like, it was just blank staring at me. 
And I was like, we need to take a break. Like 20 minutes in. And he's like, you okay? I was like, I'm fucking peeking, bro. Like, it's just like. <laughs> And then Jacob was also like stoned out of his mind. So like he kept telling me after he was like, I, he's like, usually like when I, when we're talking, I go off like your facial you know expressions to know like if I'm being funny or if I need to try something else. He's like, but with just the, the bird mask, he's like, I couldn't read anything. And he said like halfway through, just started to like freak him out. He's like <laughs> speaking into the voice. Just talking yeah. to the bird. Yeah. We have to, uh, the, the hardest part, you know, a lot of people ask me like, what's the hardest part about doing this? And I'll, I'll honestly tell you, it's finding the perfect lucid sweet spot of alcohol. Because my biggest fear, because we've definitely been, there's been times where like we're gonna like pregame before the show, and we both like have had this look like oh boy, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. we're about to call me Paula Abdul because I'm about to fucking ruin this whole yeah, thing right now, hell dude. Yeah, brother. And like you got to find because I feel like I'm still too anxious to do this sober most times, but I've learned like I can't smoke. Oh, like, there's there's a there's a fine line between like Stone Cold Steve Austin and then David Hasselhoff off the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm on the floor eating cheeseburgers for uh, sure. Hell yeah, brother! Are I'll you drink a, to that? Yeah, are, are you a uh, are you a uh, beer before the show kind of guy? Definitely. Um, I didn't drink all week last week because I was on call with work and I felt amazing. Mm -hmm. I I still had that like lingering anxiety in my chest because I usually drink every week, you know. And I was like, I, I'm just raw dogging life. It was so weird, but. By Saturday, I felt great, right? And I'm like, I'm not going to drink before the show. I'm not going to drink before the show. And the first thing I did when I got to the show was have two shots of Jameson and a Coors. That's because like, I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. <laughs> I don't take no shit from anyone. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yes. Are you a Jameson guy? Uh, yeah, I love Jameson. My that's man. my favorite whiskey. I'll drink to that, bro. Because yeah, yeah, that's, that's the only... Yeah, cheers, my cheers, friend. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah, Christian, what is your favorite whiskey? I feel like we never talk about this. Because uh, I don't really drink whiskey that much. I mean, I was always just like tequila, bottle of Jack with no. like <laughs> nothing know, wrong with that. Some sort of Coke or Pepsi what about or... like your preferred? What's your preferred like liquor? We were just talking about before the show started that um, you know, it's like oh, I wish we just had sound guys to do all this, you know. So it's like I want to one day enjoy just like a nice like like for me, if I could pick one drink to just have like for a pre-show drink, it would always, always, always either be a Jameson just straight, which people lose their fucking minds because like that's not a whiskey you drink straight. But it's just like it's so good. Who cares? Yeah, right. So it's either that or straight up, it's just like a vodka soda. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just super easy. So like, what is your one drink? Like, what would be like your one drink that like I want to have this before the show? You know, honestly, probably like a dry martini. What? <laughs> yeah, uh, man, I'm on board with that. I, I, I like I like gin a lot. I actually have a good story about martinis. Oh, I'll let's hear it. So you're I, you're in the right place. I was I was <laughs> living with uh, my old band Altera. Shout out Altera. Shout out Altera, Shout fuckers, out. man. Uh, good guys. We were living out in Mesa, and I was get, going into like a cocktail phase where <laughs> we were kind of trying to outdo each other on who could make like the best cocktails. And and at that house, we had. Uh, uncoordinated parties every weekend. Mm -hmm. There was times we had to shoo people away because we're like, we're trying to get some fucking sleep. Yeah. You guys can't be here. But anyway, um, <laughs> I was in a martini phase and I liked them like real dry. I liked a lot of vermouth and all that, whatever. The olive juice. It was just amazing. I love it. Really? Yeah. So at the time, my, my now wife, she was my girlfriend. She came over to party with us and the plan was... We're going to drink over there and then go back to her mom's place so we could have some peace and quiet away from the party house. Um, so I drank probably about six or seven martinis in a row, <laughs> thinking like, oh, yeah, this is so cool. You know, like, <laughs> so good. Um, 
And I was puking all over the place in the front yard, and it was the worst smell ever because it smelled like pure Olives. brine. <laughs> and we get in my fucking uh, Chevy Cruze piece of shit car, you know, that lasted me like That's five what Jacob years. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. Shout out lo- Cruise Gang. Yeah, I loved that car. And we were driving off, and we just hear, I'm throwing up out, out of the side of the oh, door, man. and we hear, Aah! We fucking lost a tire, so we're riding on a rim, and then we get pulled over. Oh, no. And so the cop pulls us over, and he's, like, got this look on his face, like, oh, God, what's going on? Yeah. And he's like, have you guys seen a hit and run? And I'm like, I don't know, dude, but I just blew the tire. I'm just trying to change it. And there's literally a pile of martini puke Uh, right next to me. And ever since then, I couldn't do martinis, and uh, my wife is averse to them completely because of that smell it lingers for sure oh it's horrible man. you know we'll trade stories uh oh, one no. of my favorite stories he knows like that's the reason why i can't have fireball anymore oh dude it, tell me about it so we so there was a how many times have we talked about we've talked about this a couple times but but i'll, I'll go a little more in depth so the, the the he was close friends with them i was just kind of acquaintances with these people it was like right at right after high school yeah because uh, i was living at the i was living at the house with uh yeah it was like yeah. 24 15 16 or something something like that, like that. We, but like you know we were not a part of like the party every weekend me and Chris, me and christian have always just been like loner dweebs or we just kind of just are, we were in love with each other and we just hang out with each other oh yeah but then we just kind of like parasite our way into like other parties like what's going on all right cool yeah, you know just get your you know going but have... back in the day both of us had this thing where it was like we both I, I can't speak on his behalf so i will say that like i had so much social anxiety that it was like for me it was like what's that dude from like um Big Bang Theory, where he can only talk to women when he's drinking. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like so. It's like I couldn't do anything unless I had like something in me. But I was driving. But you know, but you know, when you're a teenager, you're just like well, we weren't teenagers. We're like in our tw- like our, it was like twenty we're, or twenty. We were old enough to drink. Yeah, we were like twenty. We had to be at least be twenty one. You're basically a teenager, right? Still yeah, we're still teenagers. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're mentally. Still, yeah. But we go to this house. I think I think our friend was house sitting because it was way too nice for any one of us shitheads to live there. It was in Scottsdale, like Scottsdale. Yeah, yeah. yeah was he, was, in, he was he was he was house sitting for like this old lady. Yeah, and so there was this. You know, you make rules when you're younger just to drink over the dumbest shit. You know what I mean? Just oh like, yeah, yeah. You know, oh you tripped. Time, take take three shots. You know, like stupid shit. Ooh, yeah. well, the rule was that it was if you said if someone if someone said Parrot Bay, you had to take a shot of Parrot Bay. So it's just intentionally meant to get you fucked up. Oh, no. But it was also if someone said Fireball, you had to take a shot of Fireball. Yeah. And so <laughs> now I love watching Christian go plus ultra on anything. It's my favorite thing to watch Christian just blow my mind. Christian is one of those guys where he like, I can't chug beers, but like Christian can do like beer fest. You know what I mean? Like boom, 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 boom. And I just watch it like, Whoa, you know, yeah, man after my own heart. Yeah. So we're just, yeah. si- we're just sitting there. We're just, it's, it's not even a party. It's like what? Five, six people in this big house. It was, uh, no, there was more than that. It was like couldn't have been more than fifteen. It was like yeah, definitely not more than fifteen. But it was yeah. So I'm I'm a little buzzed, but I knew it was like okay. I have to. I have. To, here's my mentality. I have to drive, but I love my best friend so much. I want him to get everything out of this because keep in mind back you know back then when the struggle was real where it's just like you need gas money and like all that shit you know yeah man so it's just like i'm looking at it where it's just like i have no money so it's just like i'm already a bummer so i want to go home as soon as possible because it's just like i gotta eat at home anyways i i I pour this rocks glass full of fireball like almost to the (laughs) brim and to be stupid Look, first of all, party foul on my end because if this didn't work, I'm the asshole that just wasted a shit ton of liquor. You know what I mean? But I walk over to Christian, who's already kind of there, right? And I go, hey. I was, I was, I wasn't kind of there. I was, yeah. 
I was and, pretty drunk. Yeah, and so I go, I go, hey Christian, fireball. Without hesitation, he grabs it, drinks all of it, and just slams. Like that, that, and I literally like. I wish there was someone to record my. Like I was terror. Like this wasn't good. Cut to like thirty minutes later. The whole we're like, you know, it's like it takes a village to raise a child. We're like all monitoring this pitching fucking kid. in yeah, on right? him. Yeah, dude, the drive He's home, gone. The drive home. We literally got out of the driveway. First thirty seconds. I gotta throw up. I gotta throw up. <laughs> no, we weren't old enough. No, we weren't old enough to drink. And I know this because I was fucking so afraid of getting pulled over. Because that's why. So we were definitely at least twenty. We were oh, no older man. than twenty. But the whole time he's like, I gotta throw up. I gotta throw up. And the whole time, I'm like, buddy, we're almost there. We're almost. We're like fucking forty minutes away. But I'm like, you're almost there. You're gonna do it. And I just hear him back, just like, ah, uh, like he's so fucked. And I'm so afraid. He's saying dumb shit. He's like talking about fan fiction, Marvel fan fiction. And like, he's like, I could beat up Deadpool. Which I don't have, by the way. Yeah, which I yeah. thought it was so funny Dude. that I mentioned that because I have never done fan fiction in my life. But he was just like, <laughs> no one even can can handle my fan fiction. I'm like, what? And he's like, also, Deadpool, I could fucking kill Deadpool. Like, I, I'm like, I, whatever it takes to get him off. The, that confidence. Know, yeah. Right. Like, just whatever it takes to get yeah. him off that mindset. Right. So we're pulling in and I'm like, dude, we made it. We made it. I literally put my car in park. I turn the car off and I just hear and I look over at Christian and he is head up just like this, just volcano vomiting in my car. Yes. And it's just gooping down his fucking chest. Yes. And so cut to a very annoying night. Uh, (laughs) uh, The next day he was all hungover and I was like, well, first things first, go clean my car. (laughs) So he did. And I give him kudos to that. But yeah, like you smell that after smell. It fucking, we were so tired. Like, I, we were, he was so fucked up. I, you know, and like, I tried to clean a little bit of it, but like, that fireball his, smell. His car smelled like fireball for oh, weeks. My old 2001 Dodge in the Neon, of dude. Summer, yeah. like, it was hot and there's pizza <clears throat> shit in there. Like, dude, so it, you know, there's propylene glycol in fireball. Uh, the same well, shit they put in vape juice. Really? It's essentially antifreeze. And it's to keep it from spots of the fireball from freezing over when you put it in the freezer. They uh, actually outlawed that ingredient. I feel like I remember something about that. I remember something like people saying like there's antifreeze in uh, Yeah, it's it's outlawed in Europe, so they don't put any propylene glycol in the European version of Fireball, but the American version is just all the good stuff. It's kind of like Fireball is just the new Four Loco. It's just like hey, yeah. this used to kill people, <laughs> yeah. so we got to kind of dumb it down a little I mean, bit. It pr- probably gives you cancer for sure. Well, I mean, what does it? But yeah. you know, you know what my big thing is too is like you talked about like having like a like a cocktail phase. Yeah, I also thought of myself as a home bartender for a little while, and that was probably the drunkest I ever been. Like, especially when I learned what like real Long Islands were. Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. And like, but I also remember like I would, you know, and like I would like bring girls over to my house. Like, it was just to impress girls. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, what do you want? Like a lemon drop? You know what I mean? Anytime an adult to me orders a Fireball and anything, I'm like, go home. Like it's just like that is such a. That, that, I put I put Fireball in the same category that I put like MD twenty twenty. You know, you know what? what I mean? It's <laughs> like, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, every year, and I'm doing this this weekend. Every year, I go ice fishing with my dad, my oh, grandpa, awesome. and my brother. We go up to um, Pine Top area, uh, and Beautiful. the lakes are frozen over enough you can actually fish. But the tradition, for some reason, my my grandpa always buys Fireball, mm-hmm. and he brings it out there. He never drinks Fireball, maybe occasionally golfing, but. He brought it out there one year. My dad's going to fucking hate me for this. He's going <laughs> to hate me for this. Because he's my dad pretty much 99% of the time has his shit together, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's usually the planner and all that. So we're out there, and my grandpa's just feeding him fireball, just like <laughs> nonstop. And <clears throat> keep in mind, we're on the ice. 
So mm-hmm. we did a little bit of sledding, and then uh, out of nowhere, my dad is playing the same reggae song over and over. And over. <laughs> oh the song's God. called African Herb Man. You look it up, man. Uh-huh. I can never get that song out of my head because he listened to it like 24 times, and he's dancing on the ice just in oh, fireball mode, That's dude. amazing. You know, and that's a dad he, thing. Yeah, and he, he, he there was a point... He was trying to walk back to the truck, mm-hmm. and the ice just, you know, is getting real, like, sleety out there, and he's just <laughs> falling the entire oh. time. <laughs> the way to and the whole time, he's just, he's, he's just, rude boys. Just keep yeah, playing, yeah, keep yeah, bumba glide. <laughs> yeah, he was having such a good time. Hey, re. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was having such a good that's time. That's awesome. But, you know, that's totally a dad thing, because uh, my ex-girlfriend's dad one of the coolest people I ever met, super just adorable, short little dad, but he's from uh, Amarillo, Texas. So he's got like that little just like, whip, I, you know, I, I figured that, you know, just like talks like that, you know, yeah, yeah. but he's always perpetually like buzzed because every time I, he's like Post Malone, every time I went to go see him, he, he had a cigarette and a Bud Light in his hand. Never. Like, it's always what it was. So when when Metal. those yeah when those people are drunk, it's, like, elevated. But it's so funny because I'll never forget. This is like a Tuesday. This isn't like a special occasion. He started playing. What is that song? Are you from? Are, are you pretty familiar with the band Pearl Jam? Like, do you know enough of their songs? Yeah. Uh, speaking of dads, my dad fucking <laughs> killed <laughs> just, Pearl Jam for me. That's the dad episode. Yeah, he killed so, it for me. I don't remember the name of the song, but it starts with that really super melodic like riff, and it's like, oh, we'll see her on oh, a wind. Yellow lead better. Yes, yeah. dude. Same thing. And he would not stop playing it. And then he comes over <laughs> to me, and he's, he's just like, "This song is about when my son got in trouble with the law." And, and he would not stop. Like, and he played it like like five, six, seven times oh, on like no. the family television, like on YouTube. He's like, I just. And at one point, he goes, I just don't feel like you heard it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it has to be a dad it's, thing. It's not tapping into the same emotions for you. What does your dad? Do, what does your dad do when he when he's like? How can you tell that your dad's pretty wasted? Um, my dad, he he kind of does what you do, like where he just gets like really sleepy. Mm. You know, he just I just want to go to bed. Yeah. But. If you push through that and you kind of like get him to like, you know, persevere a little bit, and he gets really like 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 dancey, like yeah. you know, but he'll he'll he listens to like old like house music, you know, like fucking what would you call it? like freestyle revolution type shit, <laughs> what? you know. So like my dad will get like it's funny because like my dad's a big dude, right? Yeah, like, he's a, he's about as tall as me, but he's like stacked Wide. like a pit bull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, like he'll just start doing like a little like. You know, he does like shimmy. it's funny, just yeah, like a little shimmy, but it's funny because he's just got arms. <laughs> so it's, that's hilarious. Yeah, my but, dad's a big motherfucker too, man. Oh, yeah? He's he's yeah, he he gets dancey when he drinks and shit, man. But my dad, cool guy. My dad hasn't. My dad stopped drinking a long time ago because he used to have a problem. Uh, so he stopped, but like it, it is very rare to like see him now. My dad's in the perfect sweet spot where when he's just on it, he's on it. Like I took him to Denver to go. We're, we're big Raiders fans, and I took him to go watch the Denver Raiders game in Denver. Never been, and like he had like four Michelob Ultras. You know what I'm saying? But like you could tell that he was like feeling himself. You know? Yeah. It's something about like your dad because you're like that's my dad. You know? And it's like I told I told my stepmom I was like I don't know if this is sad or cool to hear, but I've never seen my dad so happy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> And we're back again. <laughs> Spilling goddamn beer all over my goddamn equipment. Did you guys hear about this cop <laughs> that was just banging her uh, her uh, other fellow cops? How could you not have? I know. The, you know what's so funny is before before uh, we I, before you came here, I told him that's what I want to talk about. He's like, I figured you wanted to talk about that. This has been my favorite news in the last like week. Like this is my favorite news cycle. Something about it's just 
it, yeah, it's it's definitely one of my favorite psyops for uh, sure. It's it's insane. <laughs> Tennessee cop, uh, including married female officer, fired after repeated wild sex romps. This lady was essentially just getting passed around. Wait, including married female officer? No, she it was married. Wait, hold on, go back up. Yeah, go back up. No, she didn't. I don't think she had sex with another female officer. No, she, she, she yeah. was just married. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what it reads like. Tennessee cops, including married female yeah. officer, fired after. Oh, it's saying like there were Tennessee cops fired, yeah. including a married female. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, so it lo- so it essentially just took place at like hotels and parties with other officers. And like, like, they, dude, it was like a straight up like porn. Like, it was just like it was yeah. like a swingers club of just a bunch of Tennessee cops. Yeah, it was like a real life porn situation. This leads me to to believe that she just got caught. And and also, how much does this happen a lot? I was thinking of the same thing because like this is the time it happened, and the reason it's so sensational is because cops are supposed to be you know the ones upholding upholding and representing um morality i mm-hmm. suppose but this story just goes to show like they're just like anybody else and you know it, an easy piece it- of ass for <laughs> a lot of them is just like whatever let's go officials began to look into the swinging personal lives of how do you pronounce that amorous officers amorous officers when amorous I, I don't know why i'm the one reading this you read it christian wait hold on i don't even know where you're reading it from from right here right here Officials began to look into the swinging personal lives of the amorous officers when Laverne Mayor Jason Cole received a tip that Hall was sleeping with several fellow cops and had a threesome with Magliocco and his wife, among other claims. When asked about the tip, Magliocco admitted to having (laughs) sex with Hall on numerous occasions, the report said. Fucking Christ. Hey, have you heard of uh, Hall just banging everybody and he's like yeah i have uh right here baby yeah up, chief that is so crazy to me that like okay i i think that it's you know is it is it is it pretty i mean it's taboo to like sleep with your coworkers, but it's the fact that it's uh, they're cops like that's what's so weird to yeah, me yeah they're supposed to be like held to a higher standard right yeah but it's just nope <laughs> Nah, man, they're people like you and me. You know, <laughs> they cheat on their wives. They, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. I just was just like, the craziness, man. It's yeah, it's like a whole sex romp, dude. And like, fucking, they lost a lot of, you know, they they fired a lot of people. Oh, for sure. My whole thing is that her husband stuck with her this entire time. He's a cuck. Yeah, that was tried and true one hundred and one yeah, cuckolding right there. Yeah, I would have left. That's a one and done for he's, sure. He's probably into that. Yeah. Mm, yeah, for real, multiple like multiple. Up, how many was it? it? Was like seven or seven or eight? Yeah. Fuck, bro. Nah, that's a one and done situation. My bitch ran through. I'm done with her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. It's just because she was married during this, so it's just like I want to. I wish I was a fly in the room when it like when they when she was talking. Like this is why I did it, or just like it's always this is what this is what always brings me back to like people who, especially in our age group, as as. As they keep getting influenced by other people, like with like like my whole thing is like polyamorous relationships. Like I will I will die on the hill that they just never work. They never do. I'm in agreement. Yeah. Um. You know I I I've known a couple people who've went for it, and it just yeah like you said it doesn't work out. There's too many different power dynamics. Now I'm not saying that this is exactly what it is, but I think the problem is if this is your thing, it's really shitty that you discovered it whilst married. Maybe that's like a key thing for this person maybe she's like only into it because she's married because it's so taboo <sighs> that you know? sucks like she's breaking some sort of 
boundary that she's not supposed to, you know? It is pretty interesting. Did you know that I, I mean, this could be totally wrong. I read somewhere, but apparently in Arizona, like taboo was one of the, the highest rated porn searches off of like websites. And it's like, I'm just like, I've never been interested in that ever. Like fucking like stepmoms or like stepsisters yeah, or like man. people are just weird, you know? And especially when I was working, like my, my parents instilled it way, even like my first jobs instilled, like you definitely should not shit where you eat. You know what I mean? You like, guys don't like taboo porn? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know about you. I, mean, I don't like, like some squid game stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like stepsister and like stepmom and shit like that. Like that's just, I, I guess it never really bothered me because like, I'm just like, it's not real. You know, yeah, and I, I never really had like a stepsister and a stepmom. So, Me either. You know, Me either. I was just like, unfortunately, I did, and my friends are disgusting. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. that's that's another reason why <laughs> I'm also not into it. How's but your stepmom? Uh, yeah, it's always like, like like yes, like it's not real, like for sure, but it's the way they talk to each other, bro. You know, or it's oh like they're, yeah, they're trying to. I'm like, only your stepmom. Just like that's so weird. Like even if I was in that situation in real life, like I'd be like, as soon as you said that, we're done. Like this is weird to me now. <laughs> right. And if it is not real, just watch regular shit. Like that's like always been my whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think you know personally, for me, I, porn is something that I want to get out of because I feel like um, it's not genuine. You know, yeah. there's there's nothing involved in there that really has any sort of like good human you know feeding there's there's nothing there that um helps supplement your mind and well, soul, it's a, it's a euphoria know? boost for sure yeah it's just a, it's a quick little high it's men it's mental junk food like cartoons exactly like. mental <laughs> junk food yeah, yeah no for sure i i actually it. stopped i stopped masturbating for a good six months no shit yeah just good for you stopped just and it was so funny. Did all my, you like? All did my, you like gain twenty pounds in muscle and like no. fucking learn how to levitate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I was definitely built different. I just stopped because I was doing it a lot, and we've talked about this on the show before. I just wanted to stop because it was. It really just was like. It was like this is my dopamine. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is the only thing. Like it got to the point where I was like, I can't wait to clock out of work so I can go bust a nut. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it was yeah, such a bummer. I've been there, and 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 so I had to stop. But honestly, like I I didn't feel like <laughs> I didn't want to say like I didn't feel better. But I told all of my friends like updates all the time. Guys, it's been forty six days since I've jerked out. <laughs> like just like everyone was like, we know Jacob. Like it just <laughs> I so I stopped for a while too. I did start again after my my most recent ex and I broke up. I don't know why. Well, I get it. Man. I feel like I fell off the wagon. I, I, I didn't go back into like a fucking <laughs> cum. I didn't go like into a cum dungeon and like you know what I mean. Just go berserk. Yeah, I'm not like Pee Wee Herman. Donnie in the movie is a free elf. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> no, I just started again. But like, I I agree with you. Where I do definitely feel like it is, um, it is no different than like that 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 cigarette after a long day at work, right. or, or like it's that double cheeseburger you know you shouldn't eat. It's right. it's a, it's a it's a decadence for sure. But like, I was just wasting so much time, and that's why I did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I do appreciate how, you know, I don't know. I, it, there's a fine line, but I appreciate that more like amateur creators are kind of given their the own their own power to create their own content, you mm -hmm. know? So, um it's not necessarily run by like studios and people who are trying to constantly push yeah. the boundaries. And that's right. that's the problem I find with it is that like people are Constantly trying to push the boundaries into super hyper unrealistic territory. Right. And that know? was the thing that worried me, too, is because one thing we've also talked about is, uh, you know, as time progresses, 
younger and younger people are having access to the internet. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it was a joke amongst my friends. Like I didn't get internet access until I got my first Xbox, which was, we were in high school. Like no it, shit. Yeah. Like I, we didn't have internet. That's just how it was. And that was at my dad's house and my mom's house. We didn't have internet at all. I didn't experience having like an internet router until I moved out of my house. Yeah, man. And, and, and you so, know what? That's probably a good thing because the internet yeah. fucked me up. Oh, for I sure. Young. I was about 14 or 15 and I was seeing like uncensored gore videos and shit like that. Oh, I had friends that would show me that shit. Yeah. For sure. And it's like, yeah. you, you, <laughs> Christian did fucking ah. crazy fucking guy. Dude, you just like a normal day. You fucking ride your scooter over to your best friend's house. You're like, dude, have you seen these cartel videos where they just chop this lady's head off? Like, yeah, that's like, one. Do you want to see a guy's head get cut off with a chainsaw? Yeah. But, oh, yeah. but my worry is like, like I worry for like my my younger brother. My younger brother's fourteen, and it's like I don't want like my fear. I, that's when I started doing research. When I stopped masturbating, was like I started doing research as to what effects it can have. And like you said, it makes very unrealistic situations where you become fucked up sexually because a casual hookup with your girlfriend is not your teacher who's gonna fuck the shit out of you after class. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she it, may you, she may or may not stick a finger in your butt, but she's probably not going to. <laughs> right. Have you, you know? guys made that mistake? What? Of like, kind of getting a little spoiled by porn, and then like, kind of going into the bedroom like with a little bit higher expectations. Oh, 100 percent. It, it started messing with my sexuality. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. But you know, it, it it can it can sometimes it can serve a good purpose because you know you can go in and like I'm the fucking champ. Yeah. <laughs> I got these moves, bro. Yeah. You know, I got the flying eagle or whatever. You know, where you're <laughs> yeah. on like the tips of your fingers and your toes, and you're just like. Yeah. Oh, was that one from Blastone? The 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 the, the Italian chandelier. Oh yeah, <laughs> we looked up we looked up Urban Dictionary like sex positions on the episode sixty nine, and yeah, I could promise you that like kids my brother's age are just like, yeah, I did that shit last Saturday. Like that's like, <laughs> that's fucking nothing, dude. That's yeah, yeah. It's like it's it, crazy. You know, I think that uh, there's this comedian named Tom Papa, and I think he said it so well. He's like, when I was a kid, it's like we had to go to the woods to find, like, my friend's Playboy magazines <laughs> that he stole from his dad. Like, there was, like, a secret passcode. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> yeah. like, it's just like I show some some 12-year-old today a, a foot job video. He's like, I was into that when I was eight, but, like, I kind of moved on past that, you know? <laughs> like, like things are just getting so crazy, and that's why I stopped doing it, because I was like, yeah, it warped my reality of, of sexuality. It's, it's different even, like, for us now. Like, we even have stories like that now compared to kids nowadays, because it's like, you think about it, like, you know, I didn't have a cell phone until I was, like, a freshman in high school. Same. You know, so it's like if I wanted to watch porn, like I had to steal the laptop, you know, yeah. or like I go got, to the PC. I got caught a couple times, man, because I thought I cleaned. I thought I scrubbed my history good, but <laughs> my mom works in technology, so oh, fuck she's very, yeah, she's computer savvy. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. You oh, know, yeah. she was checking that shit like <laughs> periodically, you know, and there there was a couple times where she dug up just like I would go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was like. It was like a binge, you know, yeah. you're yeah, like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're not doing it ever. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, all right, maybe just one. <laughs> and then that one chip turns into a whole bag. Oh, of no, chips. it's it, dude. It's a straight up meth addiction. Like yeah. the first time I literally looked up fucking boobs on Google, like yeah. it went from there where it's just like just one time. I just want to see what they look like. That's all. That's all. And then next week you're fucking back and you want to see what a fucking vagina you're like, looks like. You're like shaking. Right. Oh, dude. No, I remember. I remember the, to this day. If you were to ask me, like, what is the most afraid you've ever been in your life? So my my parents were not tech savvy. Like I said, we didn't really have Internet. The only reason we had Internet with my dad is because of work for his work. Right. But he had one laptop and I was a latchkey kid. So I'd come home at like two. My parents would come home to like six. 
And, you know, when you're between the ages of like 12 and or like, like I'd say like 11 and 14, you're the horniest you've ever been in your life. Oh, you're yeah, extremely man. horny. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And like, <laughs> like you don't know, like you don't, but you don't know what it is. Right. So you are looking up arbitrary things. And I'll never forget one day we're at dinner and my dad comes in from like the office and he goes, yeah, I gotta go get my, my, um, my computer checked out. It's acting all weird and slow. Oh, now, no. dude, I have never felt fear. <laughs> like that and to this day i've never and i've and i've gotten in multiple car accidents i've you know what i mean like yeah. i've never known fear like that and they probably would never admit it to me but i'm sure if my parents were here they'd be like oh yeah for sure like we knew you were oh, looking yes at, but like i didn't know what incognito mode was i didn't know what i didn't know that you just yeah, you were just flying you were just surfing the web bro and well, you my know older what? sister told me my older sister was like oh no like because because one day because she was an anime nerd growing up and you know like back in like early youtube where you just had like like just like fucking like music videos of anime like like Naruto scenes, but it's like yeah. Limp Biscuit. Oh you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So she would, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. The computer like knows. She's like, yeah, it, like does like it remembers your history. And right there, just like I was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, fear. Like yeah, there's a saying uh, my dad tells me that I keep in mind is that the anticipation of death is much worse than death itself. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's a very dad thing to say. Yeah. Very That's, wise words, but it, yeah, it definitely applies to getting caught looking at porn for sure. I've never been caught, caught. I think, okay, there was one time in high school where I, you know what? I was totally caught for sure because like she, <laughs> my, my mom, she was just like, came in, I swear. And she stopped. She goes, oh my God. And closes the door. That's probably the one. So I, I have been caught before. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hell uh, yeah. But that is fear. Like that is fear incarnate for a young boy for yeah. sure. It's just because you need that. Because it's so embarrassing. It like helps you grow up. And if you're not my friends, I don't even want you to know what I look up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I remember just being the fuck. Like, we're all we were all deviants. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Just like yeah. The things that you would look at and just like, that's the worst. And now I'm afraid that it's just like I'm trying to have normal. I'm trying to I'm trying to get married and have kids. I'm not trying to think that I'm not trying to think of something else while I'm with my wife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sexy feet, by the way. Yeah, I'm not trying yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, maybe a little bit. But, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. But yeah, there's a whole part of my brain from the age of 14 to 18. I wish I could just scrub. You yeah. know, I wish I could just get in there. <laughs> oh, we and talk about like, it all the time. Get it out. You know, it's kind of one of those things where it's just like, would you rather? Would you rather have your 2010 to 2013 Facebook history like released to the oh. public? Released to the public. Or like just straight up like spend five years in the hardest jail of all time. Oh, you know what I mean? Like it's just like it's the scary. Like you look back at like your memories and you're just like never again. I'm I almost want to sue Facebook for even showing me this shit. I have no shame. Oh, I have so much shame. I mean, I did, you gotta live with it. You I know? did a lot of cringy shit, but it's like it did happen. You know? Yeah, it's the truth. It's like, you know, like, I'll just remind everyone that I was really cringy when I was in high school. Yeah, you know, who whatever. wasn't? Yeah, who wasn't? Yeah. Who the fuck yeah. wasn't? There's not one person who wasn't a complete fucking idiot. You know, you know what it is? It's not so much. It's not so much my Facebook post because yeah, everyone did that. It's more so just my first ever like flirtatious like adventures. You know oh what I mean? yeah, that, those the, are the worst. The messages. Mm. I remember my first cell phone. I had one of those uh, Razor flip phones. Hell yeah! So excited. Sad. I was 14, and I got this girl's phone number from Nevada. I don't know how I got it. <laughs> I think my, you don't know her. She goes to another school. Yeah, I I do. I didn't know her. I think my cousin supplied it to me yeah. because oh, yeah. he knew her somehow. So he's like, oh, "I already got a girlfriend." So you know, if you want to talk to her or whatever, <laughs> and I I probably scared the shit out of her because yeah. I was calling her all the time because I just the first conversation we had was pretty cool, 
and she had her friends on the phone. So I was able to anonymous, anonymously talk to girls yeah. without the judgment of going back to school and then <laughs> making fun of me. You just know? knowing that a girl is interested in you would just give you the hardest direction you've ever had in your oh, life. Oh, yeah. You're you know like, what I mean? Dude, the oh. fact that they respond. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I remember, like, I'm bad at it now just with everybody. Like, I'm a quick texter because I just hate being left on red, you know? But in high school, I might as well have just had my phone out like this and just waited. Just bing! And then start, you know? Oh, dude. Yeah. I was obsessive with, with girls back then, yeah. man. And, like... I look back at it now. I'm like, fuck them hoes, man. <laughs> like, I wish I could have the same attitude now that I have about women, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, it's just you, you learn over time. You want to kick the shit out of your old self for sure. Oh, like, just, I would love to. Yeah. I would love to go back and just beat my ass. You know? I would think that, like, looking back at it, I never thought I was more sexier than when I was in that band. You know what I mean? And I just want to go back in time and be like, you're a fucking loser, dude. Like, <laughs> whatever it is you're saying to girls right now, like, you got to knock it off right now. Yeah. Like, it's the it's the worst. I don't know. But, Focus but, on yourself, player. And this be, and this is something I want to talk about, too. You know, we were talking about, you know, like masturbating and getting desensitized to actual real sex versus, you know, watching pornography. I was watching pornography recently, and I saw right on the, like, like you know, you have your phone right there. At the very bottom, before I hit full screen, right, it said, connect interactive toy. Hell yeah. Which I f- <laughs> went down the rabbit hole. There are toys provided that like have like a sub promotion from Pornhub where there are some videos that are literally programmed for like men's sex toys to match the rhythm of what you're watching. Holy shit. How fucking crazy is that? I've heard that they've made some pretty crazy advancements in male sex toys. Yeah. I saw this thing. um, You and I are both. Fucking deviants that frequent iFunny. Yeah, of course. And oh, I remember oh, I s- <laughs> we're doxxed. We're done. We're canceled. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing this like thing. Do you remember where it was like this toy is ruining men's lives? <laughs> <laughs> it was like this fleshlight, but it had like these like little ribs in it that like apparently like were able to mimic like a blowjob like so accurately to the point where like men were just like calling out of work like oh no and like the amazon like like comments or people just like this shit is i'm never leaving my house oh dude it was a fucking banana cleaner that's what it was marketed as oh (laughs) yeah yeah i know what you're talking about it was it was i've seen that but you know what man it's i've and here it was a it it, it was a banana cleaner like they knew what they were making it for but i'm outing myself here (laughs) but i've tried a couple things and nothing works for me. Really? Like, nothing yeah. works for me unless there's a human attached to it. Yeah, I agree. Like, I need, like, you know, like I said, I'm married. Been with the same woman for eight years. We've oh, been married for, for about two years. Congratulations. It's just, like, that's that's all that works for me anymore. Like, yeah. I just, maybe when I was like 15, if I had access, oh, I would, I would, they I, didn't even build fleshlights. I would have dropped that. I would have dropped out of school. Yeah, Are you serious? Dude, yeah, like, I would ne- no one would ever see me again. Are you serious? I would just be a fucking crazy person. My balls would never have a, a, a single ounce of semen in them. Are you serious, dude? Yeah, no, that's insane. And you could, you know what my thing is, is that I'm sure they feel good, but I internalize a lot of things and like I'm too focused on what a third person view of me looks like. To enjoy. I know what you mean. Right. So it's, it's, a, like, it's almost like God is watching. Like, 100%, if someone was just like, hey, I won't say anything, but in that room is a full VR porn setup, and I will let you enjoy it to the fullest extent. Even then, I'd be like, if someone catches me right now, <laughs> and I just imagine me just, like, laying back with the fucking VR, and I'm all just, like, doing this. You know what I mean? Like, that's... 
That's what I'm saying. Like, like you always see like these like these posts about like, like women. They're just like we can artificially inseminate ourselves. So it's like we don't even need it anymore. It's like bitch, we don't even need women anymore. Like no one needs anybody anymore. Yeah, like, you don't need anybody. All I need is a four by four studio apartment with my VR porn girlfriend, and like I'll never, <laughs> I'll never leave my house ever again. Yeah, that shit's ruining humanity. Though, it man. is, dude. It I'm is. not. I'm not a fan. You know, no. I I believe in human connection, and I think people need. To touch grass? Yeah, to <laughs> yeah, fucking touch grass and breathe oxygen and shit. Right. Yeah, man. That's it's... what we were talking about last episode. Yeah. Episode 69. The whole like premise of the episode was 69 me up here and then down there. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Fuck my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You, you gotta yeah. you gotta finesse me a little bit. I gotta Yeah. Feel, yeah, it, it is it is troublesome. And uh, of course we're we're talking about one specific thing. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that are just ruining society, but a lot of it is just like what the internet has become. Like I always make like the reference, like 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 my dad was a big video, like he was the guy that had like the NES and like all that stuff when he was like he was the cool kid that had all that shit, right? And it's just like I want to go back in time and just be like, dude, are you prepared to see like, and just show him the most recent Warzone trailer? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, not it's not even cool. It's anymore. becoming scary. I'm getting old. Yeah, you know, and I'm yeah I'm terrified. And these kids are growing up in this environment, so it's normal to them. Yeah, you know. And now I know how my parents felt. Now I know how my grandparents felt. What's the new just, What's the new thing we were saying? Uh, the new term Riz. Have you Are you familiar with the Riz? I've never heard that. Yeah. So apparently, I had asked my brother, my 14 year old brother. I said, Hey, what does Riz mean? And apparently. When someone is rizzed up or like they got the riz, that's just you're just really good at pulling bitches. Like that's what it's called. Oh, and I was right like, on. wow, there's officially ca- like canon lingo that I have nothing about, and I've yeah. never felt older in my life. Well, I, I wouldn't even know anything about that, right? Anyway, so, right. I just yeah. been on like I was on TikTok, and it was just like when you're rizzed up, and I had, I literally knocked on my brother's door, and I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> I felt like my mom. I felt like I was literally. I might as well just been looking at my phone like this, like just like this is the mom thing, like and, and so I am feeling older, but even like. Yeah, that, even that word just makes me want to go like off myself right now. Right, <laughs> right. But that's why you have good outlets like music, and you know, what I mean, stuff like that. It's like I'm trying to like explain. Like my brother, I love the guy, but like he's 14. How many favorite bands did you have younger than 14? You know what I mean? Like I remember my first favorite band was In Sync when I was like six years old. Same. I love yeah. boy bands. Well, my dad made fun of me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, he would like relentlessly roast me because I'd be what's... listening to Backstreet Boy and I had a Furby. Mm-hmm. So I'd be in my bedroom <laughs> with the Furby. And like, Backstreet Boy. <laughs> yeah. And my dad's like, oh, you are so gay. My son is, <laughs> my son is gay. My son is gay. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, you know, same. You know what's interesting is I've actually noticed that a lot of musically inclined people have said the same thing. They're like, I loved boy bands. Like yeah. Aaron Carter, 68 Degrees, fucking Insane. But, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, you you could ask my brother right now, like, what do you like to listen to? Oh no, what kind of music do you like? Oh no, oh. this is weird. It's weird. I'm like, dude, yeah. you don't like. Are you a real person? Yeah. Like, what an NPC thing to, yeah. to say. Like, I'm proud of my sister. Um, she just turned 17, mm. and um, she's a great musician. She got into uh, orchestra. She plays the ukulele. Oh, wow. She plays guitar and bass. She sings a little bit, mm. and she loves like new. I didn't know there was a new phase of Midwest emo. She was telling me about it. No. This band called Mom Jeans, I guess, <laughs> she was showing me. I've seen them three times. Oh, have you? I, I love that band. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. So she'd love I'm trying it. to keep hip and young with the, with the young kids. Yeah, she would love that then. Yeah, yeah she, she was telling me about them, and she showed me a few bands. So um, it's nice to see that she, you know, someone of her age is as passionate about music as, like, people i knew see and that's what i'm saying that's how you can feel that you're getting old is because you are starting to reminisce like that where it's just like i remember being a kid 
because I didn't discover it first, like my friend would be like, "Do you ever heard of cattle decapitation?" I'm like, shut up, and then I'd go home. Oh, and I love that to- band. Yeah, yeah, same. It's like, it's like, like so. But I'm just saying that it's just like when you hear like a younger person, and they're like, they express their passions, you get excited because like you remember. Like right. discovering that album, like I, yeah. I remember where I was when I heard Necropolis for the first time by Black Dahlia Murder. You oh yeah, I mean? you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just like I, I will never forget when I heard, you know, American football for the first time. You know, it's just right. like some dumb shit, but it's just like when you hear that in someone else, you know, like my sister, like my sister, she's also 17. She's gonna be 18 soon, but it's like she's got a new car and she's always bumping up and down the street and stuff like that. But she's listening to Hypnotize. By System of a Down, oh, that's I'm amazing. like, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like, that's so crazy. That's awesome. Because she says three words to me because she's a teenage girl and they're all assholes. You know what I mean? Like, they don't give a shit about their family. They're just like, well, hey, whatever. Okay, leave me alone. You know? Yeah. But it's like, but it's like, I was there. Like, I want to talk to you about this, but you won't listen to me. Oh, you know, they got to break through that, man. They're like, teenagers, fucking, here I am. And then we get pretty guy. dicey. Your sister got in trouble because she was listening to, what's that guy? Who was the guy that your mom caught your sister listening to? Uh, uh, Cor- corpse. Oh, fucking! Corp- you heard that guy? Corpse husband. You heard a corpse husband? Guy. He's like never. He has like he's like the rap guy that's just like super guttural. It's like it's like that. It's kind of like that dirty boy like trap rap, you yeah. know. But it's very it's very suggestive lyrics, and so it's like how old was she? Uh, she was like 13, 14 and he has very god fearing parents. So it's like she's like they're just talking about you know choke me and fuck me and oh yeah yeah it's it could get a little dicey too you know like I'm sure my mom wasn't stoked that I was into like death metal yeah same I was mm. I was you know funny thing is I got my dad into death metal because mm. oh, I was yeah. I was bumping brain drill and fucking oh all my kinds god don't even get me started shit. on brain I can't believe you just said that yeah, to me, dude, dude. I, the, I had never wanted a six bass or six string bass more than when I saw there was this old guy on YouTube doing covers of that. And it was just like, I was like, what is, were you into like tech death metal? Yeah, I got really into tech death. And nowadays I like, I like the old school kind of tech death, like not so much Archspire. Like old Obscura stuff kind of? Old Obscura, Necrophagist, um, shit like that, you know, that's kind of a little more. Spawn of Possession. Spawn of Possession. Fuck yeah. Yeah. They're one of my favorite tech death bands of all time. And the reason I love them is because they have bad guitar tone. (laughs) <laughs> so i love that and i'm like dude yes like yeah. this is it because they're they're using what they have mm-hmm. and that's what i really appreciate about no. that like that era of tech not death. very overproduced exactly right. they just use what they had they they wrote those fucking songs see when, when i was a kid when i was a teenager i was into tech death because to me it wasn't about you know we were talking about like stoner drone metal you know where it, it doesn't if you're a a intermediate guitar player you can play most of that music but to me in high school maybe you can agree the more skill it took to play the music the, the better more i was, was yeah the yeah. more i was into it because i couldn't do it yeah but now as an like as a, as you know almost in my 30s yeah i would never listen to brain drill and just i gotta relax and listen to fucking right. brain drill right you know what i mean like now i can listen to some nice calm music but back then dude i was like how the fuck do you you know what i mean like i remember seeing their bass player just like using both fucking like a like an like, a, like an organ you know what i mean yeah like, yeah you know, so I think there's a fine line. Uh, lately, like I still like shit that I can't do, um, and I've I've been getting into a phase where I'm trying to learn how to shred shred because mm-hmm. I can write riffs all day. But now I want to. Uh, I'm like finally into the pentatonic '80s shred shit. I'm having a big Van Halen phase, so I'm learning how to play all this shit. Christian made us a super dope road trip playlist. That's just like a lot of like bro metal from like the '80s, and like yeah. <laughs> just like a lot of just like. Bah! 
You know, oh, just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I just learned that song, too. What's the one that is your bar fighting song? The, the, you're like, uh, the oh, Bob Seger song. It's, uh, Rambling Gambling Man. <laughs> My Bob Seger. Oh yeah, yeah. He said that. He said that to me at like three a.m. He's like, I just want to start a bar fight right now, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's like you start appreciating other stuff, but I do remember like as a kid, like the edgier it was, the more I was like, fuck, you know, like. Oh yeah, you know, it's like you just you get that like, fuck, I've never heard anything like this in my life, you know, but. If you can strike a fine balance, uh, a perfect band example for me would be Revocation. I've never heard of them. Uh, you should check them out, man. Mm. They, they've they gone through like several iterations of, of themselves, but they're able to strike a fine line between uh, technical shit and just writing really cool songs. Yeah. You know, and that's what it's all about to me. If you can write a cool song, I don't care how good, how bad of a player you are. If you're like Kurt Cobain, you know, and you just write basically... I would consider them like early. I would even call them pop punk for the time, you know, mm-hmm. just dark pop. No, yeah. you know, because they wrote really catchy songs, and there was nothing to them. But they were some of the best songs ever written. So I can appreciate that shit too, you know. Yeah, I look back at what I used to be really into. I don't know. You I mean you still pretty listen? You listen to pretty much anything that you did in high school? Yeah. I mean, is there a band that you were really into in high school, Christian? That you were just like, oh no, you couldn't catch me dead now. Uh, Atreyu. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, nah, that dude's voice now, like, like listen to him, like he is trying so hard and yeah. getting very far with it. I feel <laughs> that. That's how I am with Avenged Sevenfold. Like, dude, the, thank oh, you. Yeah. I got into an argument with my roommate the other day. I was like, they're just so mid now. Yeah. Like, dude, the guitar playing is excellent. Yeah, but Matt Shadow's voice is like, fuck, man, come on. You know, once I realized, well, not realized, I knew they were like nicknames, but like as I got older, I was like, these nicknames are pretty fucking gay. Like, it worked for them at the time. <laughs> yeah, oh, though. for sure. And everyone wanted that guitar, that Schecter. There's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Just like hey, the. Dude, Sinister Gates, I was just talking about this with my guitar player. He's an instantly recognizable player. Yeah. He hears solos. No one plays like him. That's know? how I feel about the drums for that band, too. Oh, the Rev? Yeah. yeah that yeah. guy was was a legend. But dude, you put Backcountry on in 2011 with me in the fucking room. Oh, oh yeah. Game over. Losing it. Yeah, losing, losing it. it. Yeah, I and I was telling my wife all of their nicknames the other day. And showing, <laughs> I was showing her pictures of all of them and then telling her their nicknames, and she's like, "Stop, yeah. please stop! <laughs> I can't take it." What's your opinion on Ghost? Uh, I liked their first two albums in high school, and I got really <laughs> into them. Um, and I thought it was a nice little break from like your typical metal thing. I mm-hmm. liked what they were doing because they were kind of like a modern day Kiss. In my opinion, yeah, yeah. that's they a good had, way. To, that's they, a good way to put they it. Had yeah. Like a Blue Oyster Cult sound, yeah. you know. Those first two albums to me were like really forward thinking, but now I feel like they're kind of played out. Personally, they're definitely like. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big. Fan that's of why I asked. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, their newer stuff. It's it, so what I appreciate about them is that like you know their whole it's like the lore behind the band. Yeah, you know, because like their whole thing is like it's all Tobias Forge, like he's yeah. the singer, right? But, like, they try to make it to where it's, like, this, like, uh, succession of, like... Yeah, the Popeye emeritus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, he takes, like, a different persona in every, you know, album or whatever they that they come out with. And everything, like, it's supposed to be, like, that Pope is, like, you know, changing the direction of the band. And he's going to make things, like, his own thing. I like that. Like, there's going to be some changes around here. Kind yeah, of like, I like that. You know, so that's why, like, the most recent one... Um, fuck, I can't even remember what the album's called. But... It's like a lot more. Um, 
don't even know what you would call it. It's it's like more poppy than than usual. Well, the whole thing is that they call it Scooby Doo chasing music. That's what it yeah. sounds like. Yeah. You know? yeah, that's what it sounds. But like. I sent him a thing on Instagram. I follow a Hard Times. Do you know about that page? Yeah, it's like Hard the Times un- is yeah. hilarious. And one of my I sent him one. It was like we we uh, spent time with a with a ghost fan because his parents said it was okay. Just like it's like, <laughs> it's like just little kids like ghosts and and Christian. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, so, I get. I, I love that campy shit, but. Uh, there's a certain point. Like, I'm not one of those guys who's like, our fucking ghost sucks. No, you know? like, I think you and I, I think all three of us can honestly relate. Where I'm not a, we're not big music haters. No, like, I, like, that's my biggest pet peeve about people where they're just like, who the fuck put Dave Matthews band on? You know what I mean? Just like, yeah. bro, relax. You know yeah, what I mean? Calm down. And, and the same thing with like, you know, it's like, how many times did you hear in high school, I listen to everything, but except for country and rap. It's just like, yeah. dude, those are the worst people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that was like, me like the last like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but but it's just like it's like you you grow to kind of appreciate everything and, and and you know you being a or at least tolerate it, right? But even you being a musician, I'm sure you can agree with me where it's just like you can kind of like you start to listen a little bit more. Yeah, you hear the nuances right. and everything, and like it, oh, that's you, cool. You the way they change that up, production that's cool. and all yeah. that. It'll you. There's something to learn from almost everything. Uh, there's some music I really cannot tolerate. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. Cardi B and shit like that. You know, <laughs> it's just like to me that is so fucking pandering. Or like who's who's that country artist? Uh, he sings uh, at the Applebee's on a date night. I have no fucking oh, clue. My God. Yeah, that shit is just like it's so bad. I don't know. It it's sounded so, like a bop for a second. It's so intentionally bad. But yeah. then I hear my little niece singing it. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, that's adorable. Yeah. You know, so it's it's not. I, guess I like the way that you put it, though, like pandering. I mean, and, and, you know, it's not just specifically with that music, but like my whole thing is that it's just like, it's just not my thing. You know, like I used to be that gatekeeper for sure. But like now as I get older, I'm just like, whatever. It's just like, it's not my thing. But you still have people in your life. I have multiple people in my life where it's just like, um, let me show you this song. Oh, that's cool. Wait, you didn't think it was the greatest thing ever? You know, I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, like, for example, I'm a proud, unfortunate Tool fan. I'm that fucking guy. I like Tool. Well, no, but I was that guy in high school. Lateralis is, you know what I mean? Just like I was that guy. Oh, yeah. And now I don't get, like, for example, like, I know, it's fine. It's not going to do. Yeah, you're good, man. Okay. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, Like, for example, when, uh, oh, she's totally about to, is she going to do it? No, oh, she's just laying down. She's okay. chilling. All right. Like, when Tool finally said fine we'll go on spotify because they stopped they didn't do it for a long time because they were like our music is intentionally um meant to be listened to in a certain order and i don't like that it's random you know but they finally went on i woke up that day to like 50 memes sent to me just like (laughs) tools on spotify be that fucking guy you know but it's just like i'm at the point where i'm just like what does it fucking matter like whether you listen to noise core or cardi b or fucking tech death i'm just like let fucking people enjoy themselves but don't be a dick when i don't like it that's my whole thing yeah exactly it's like i'm not gonna fucking make someone's question their life decisions about listening to a song but you're wrong and i hate you right (laughs) i'll I'll, I'll feel it and think it yeah but you can't hear my brain so it's fine yeah exactly
Get the fuck out of here, Esteban. That was so sick. That was the writ that was called Spectral Aura. So cool, man. Thank you. Holy bejesus. That was sweet. I love the horses. Horses. Yeah, that was pretty dope. (laughs) So what was the inspiration for that one? Um... We just filmed it at my parents' ranch. Side on scene, baby. Hell yeah. Yeah, we were just going for like a Metallica Garage Days feel because the song is like super fucking Metallica inspired. Okay. If you can tell by the oh yes and yeah. fucking <laughs> rhythm. You know, dun, 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 yeah, dun, yeah. It's yeah. a pretty Metallica kind of song. So we we're just going for that old school vibe, you know. Went over pretty well. Uh, it was directed by our boy John Hassemeyer. Um He's uh frequents the local scene and he used to play in a band called a continent named Coma and um does some good work. So shout out to John. Hell yeah. If you guys are looking for a good music video, he'll hook you up. Hell yeah, dude. That was really sweet. Thank you. It's cool to see you on the on the fr- being the front man there. I didn't even know you could do those. That's pretty sweet, man. Thanks, That's brother. cool. Fuck, and you had the Jackson guitar too? God, that was metal as shit, man. Yeah, man. Actually, I was playing a Epiphone Explorer. Daniel had the uh the Jackson. Yeah, that v. solo was fucking yeah. sweet. Yeah, man. he's the shit, man. He plays in another band called Show and Tell as well, as as well as the bass player. So kind of like heavy metal 80s throwback. But Hell yeah. he's just on another fucking plane of existence when it wow, comes to playing guitar, man. He's he's amazing. Well, so. if you uh... and, and fuck him, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a dick. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, <laughs> hope if he, you hope he dies. all right no no he's my my best friend love that guy that's great man well shout out to you guys shout out to spectral aura by the writ if you like what you heard you can check them out at a night uh with the savages that is april 15th is that is that right yes i believe so okay and that's uh is that uh is that like an um are you guys opening? You guys closing? Uh, we're there's like a bunch of bands on that bill. Okay. I think there's like eight or nine bands, so I don't know how exactly that's gonna go over. But I think we're like the fourth or fifth band, and so it's gonna be just a like a bunch of short sets from a bunch of heavy ass bands. And where's that show at? Uh, Pub Rock, Pub oh. Rock, Pub Rock, <laughs> baby. Okay, very yeah. cool. Well, like I said, it is called the uh, A Night with the Savages, April fifteenth at the Pub Rock. You could check out the writ, the music that you just heard. Well, I, I would like to hope that you're gonna play that song. Uh, live, definitely. Yes. Hell yeah, all the time, man. I'm gonna have to jam. Are you guys on Spotify too? Yeah, we got Spotify, Apple Music, any pretty much anywhere you can find music. YouTube, you know, if you're into it, check it out. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, I, that's gonna be added to the to the workout playlist. I like that. Right on, brother. <laughs> Fuck Glad yeah, you man. liked it. No, I loved it a lot, and I could definitely see the influences there and stuff like that. It's very, very nice and chuggy. You know, makes you want to make that face. You know, just that yeah, fucking, man. Ooh, that that intro bass. I could definitely hear the. That reminded me of like the god that failed from Metallica. Yeah, like, man. Dun, 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 you know, like, yeah, hell yeah. Pretty sweet, man. It looks like you guys have a lot of chemistry too. Looks like uh, definitely, man. This is a great fucking group of people, and like we've been through a few different members, um, and even the even the guys that were in the band in the past. Shout out to Jacob Miles. He produces all of our music. Um, if you need a good producer, he is the fucking man. Well, we need a fucking good producer. Uh, come yeah. over, yeah, come over ja- to the show. Jacob <laughs> Miles, he he'd probably love to work with you guys. Uh, well, hold he, on, hold he's on. The shit, I'm the only Jacob, so he's got to be like Jake or Jay. Jake's good. Jake's good. He's ginger, <laughs> so you know. Okay, ginger. couldn't be any more different. We'll call him Ginger Jay. I like that. Hey, Ginger yeah. Jay, pull that up. Jake yeah. the ginger. <laughs> also, also got to give a shout out to our uh, former bass player Ryan Potter. Also, bad motherfucker, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. So was the idea to always shoot that music video at the ranch? Yeah, it was kind of one of those things, like, we were, think- we were trying to think about a spot, and I always wanted to do a video at the ranch. Um, we actually have another one, if you check us out on YouTube, that was done a lot. It's, it's a little more high scale of a video, but it was with our older lineup. Um, but the idea was, like, just 
do it and get it fucking done, you yeah. know? And like, so that's kind of what we focus on. We try to have a quick process with shit and not really like sit around on our hands and, and try to find, make the perfect video. We're just like, we found a great videographer and we have a good location. Who cares how it goes down? We're just going to make it work. So. Now, from the time of shooting to the time of release, what was kind of the turnaround on that? How long did that? I've never been. So when my band finally made a music video, I was no longer a part of the band. So <laughs> one day, yeah, so one, I was replaced because I said, fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> also, shout out to Aaron's dad. I will never forget at Aaron's wedding. Uh, <laughs> he was like, uh, Aaron's dad met my mom for the first time. Oh, and, no. was, and was like, no, no, no. He was oh. like, he was like, you know, this kid, he's a good kid. He realized that whole band was bullshit before everyone else did. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, so I, w- I was always curious. So you have the idea, you're on set, like you're ready to go. You're going to make the music video. How long did it take for that to be posted? Not long. Um, we got the song done. Uh, I wrote bulk of the song, and we we kind of trade off on who writes what because we we all have a backlog of music behind us. But um, we'll just bring something to the table, get it produced by our boy Jacob, and and go through everything with a fine comb, which usually takes about mm, a month, maybe two. Yeah. The video itself, we scheduled a month in advance. We did the video in one day, and then John got it back to us in like three weeks, and then we put it. Wow! Out. So it was not long at all. Maybe. Well, it like seems three like you have a months. very you have a very niche, like a tight group. Like we're, we're not just the music, but for the producing and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, we got a good team. I know that. I know that sending that out, uh, kind of like a third party, could be dicey, which is why I wanted to ask that question because I've heard nightmare stories where it's like, oh, we shot this music video, but six months later it came out. Yeah, uh, you got to be careful with who you work with, and you. I let John know up front that we are, um, we appreciate open communication, and we don't really like wasting time. And he was very respectful of that, because um, no shade for, you know, I'll just say it, man. We've worked with uh, other people in the past, and artists, you know, doing just regular art for our shit, whatever who have excuses, have excuses, have excuses. And there's nothing more frustrating than having something almost ready, but you're waiting on a third party. Like See, I've said. never been there, but as a local Arizona musician at one point, I can definitely tell you that um, I have been very frustrated with uh, Arizona promoters who are oh, like, yeah. Yeah, hey, here's these 50 tickets. You high school kids, you got to sell them all. And if you don't sell them all, you owe us for the tickets. No. <laughs> I would never work with anyone who made you pay them yeah. to play a show. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're the one bringing in the money. No matter no matter how much it is, they took a risk on booking you. Mm-hmm. They should assume the responsibility for any losses that they might receive for booking a band in high school. You know what I like about this conversation we're having? We have such good chemistry. If nothing works out for our career, we could just be those two old heads that just try to try to promote other old our younger bands now. We could just be those guys now. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. Like I I would love to do that something like that. You know, what's a, a long-term goal I have that was actually inspired by my lead guitar player, Daniel. He's a, a tribal member of the Ultim Nation, um, uh, Gila River. So he had this idea back in the day where he was talking about opening up some sort of community center for like underprivileged or like Native American kids. Oh, I love that. And just basically like bussing them out every week and working on music and just building a big studio mm-hmm. with free instruments for, for young people That's to use. That's great, man. Honestly, like down the road, if if this whole music thing doesn't really work out for me in the way I hope it does, um, I would love to do something like that. And I, I don't really care who's involved, I but... 
like I said, the idea was really like he brought it up and he was telling me all about it a few years back. And I was like, yeah, okay, man, that sounds cool. I don't know how you're going to do it, but right. it sounds cool. But now it seems more realistic than ever, you know, because you could get funding mm-hmm. from, you know, the state or from even the tribe if you're a Native American or if, you, if you're like a tribal member, like to help the community out. So I don't I don't really care where it happens or how it gets done, but eventually doing something like that to create a free community center for oh, it's the best feeling. kids who don't have access mm-hmm. to like instruments at home or don't necessarily have the best family life and need an escape to go somewhere to learn right. how to play music um, would be super beneficial for like anybody. And I know I'm not the first one. Nobody's the first person to have that idea, but sure. you know, I think it's great, but I think it's great though because you know a lot of people have this sour mentality where it's just you know I tried open my comedy, I tried being a local musician, I tried being an artist, and it didn't work out, so now I'm gonna be fucking bitter, and I'm just gonna let it. You know that's my regret of the world. But I think there's a lot of those guys. There is a lot of those guys, and they'll try to step on your throats all the time. But I think that when it's more so, just I don't like to think about it as like okay, for example, I don't like to think about it as like oh if this show doesn't work out, it's more so just I've I've put so much blood, sweat, and tears and money into this show where it's just like, if it doesn't work out for us, I want to give it to someone else. Like, I love producing. That's my whole thing. Like, I wish there was two of me because I would be over there pushing all the buttons. You know what I mean? Right. So it's nice to it's nice to have that mentality of this is what I bleed for, but I also want to help others. And I think that's what this whole community is about. Regardless of what you do, whatever your art form is, you got to be there to either help the newbies out or to help any way you can with even the old heads. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of old heads, man, I've, I've been seeing more and more old guys or older guys, you know, the guys with grays, um, kicking off big YouTube channels, kicking off bands, getting signed by like metal blade or whatever. Um, there's this guy on YouTube. He, he does, I forget his channel name, but he talks specifically about baritone guitars Mm -hmm. and he is like 50 years old you know, and he just talks about fucking baritone guitars and his channel blew up because he makes the coolest fucking music. It's like Meshuggah-esque stuff, you know, and uh, it's like never would a day in his life would he thought like, oh, I finally kind of quote unquote made it when I was 50, Yeah, you know, but there's more opportunity now to do what you want with your music at any age, at any age. It doesn't really matter. Younger kids are blowing up older people are blowing up. There's no longer that like golden period where you fucking have to make it yeah. or you're fucked. You oh, know? for sure. It's a daunting feeling for sure. You know, especially with today's age with how expensive things are and how life is, you know, you, you know, congratulations to you and, and your wife for, you know, finding that, that love so, so quickly, you know, but Thank you know, you. yeah. And, and it's like, you know, we're, we're seeing that, that, that stuff happens later and later in life because of just how fucked the world is, you know, and stuff like that. But <clears throat> But I digress. It, it, it's just, you know, you got to have something. That's like my whole thing, you know, and you can't just give up on it. And, and it doesn't yeah. matter. You know, we could fucking make it when we're 50. It doesn't matter. I have the theory that I just hope one day Christian meets a new best friend and that because he's really funny when got he's it. on it. And it's just like, I'll just, t- you know, maybe, maybe, I get, <laughs> maybe I get in a car accident and I lose my vocal cords and Christian could just man the helm and I'll just fucking do what my nerd brain does, which I- is just... I think you guys both have like a specific song in each other's heads whenever you look at each other. It's like, no one likes me. 
like you. <laughs> oh, no, we have a song. I can't uh, wait for oh, no. the night with Th- That's you. a good one. That's a really good one. But I will tell you that our song is Sharing the Night Together. That's our favorite song, and that's our song. What's Who sings that? You're looking kind of lonely, girl. You remember that oh, one? Oh, <laughs> no, not really. I oh, don't remember man. that one. But. Oh, trust me. We're, we're, we're soul bonded, my friend. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. we know. It's, it's, I believe it. Yeah. No, and, and I'm so glad. You know, I used to have another co-host, and I, and, and no, no bad blood to, to that guy. I hope he's doing okay and stuff like that, but... Things just didn't work out. There was a fallout. And, you know, but I will say, I wish I would have just started with this guy. You know, he's my oldest friend and he's been, you know, we just get each other and stuff like that. So it's like there is no, there is no basement dwellers without Jacob and Christian. You know what I mean? Right on. You know, you just got to, you know. And I feel bad because it, well, you and I have been soul bonding here, and I think he's getting a little jealous. He's been over here just being the producer. I'm sorry, Christian. What do you mm-hmm. want to add to this conversation? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, no, look, no, honestly. You, like, you guys want to, like, get on the gloves and <laughs> start throwing hands? or yeah. No, like I told you guys, like, I'm, I'm going to be very secondary to this because I'm not very musically talented. So, like, I think it's real. I'm honestly, like, enjoying just, like, sitting here, like, listening to you guys, like, talk about stuff that I have no clue about, like, I didn't even know there was such a thing as a baritone guitar. <laughs> like, yeah, wow. Well, you know, just like just like bandmates, you know, it's just like you got to have someone that 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 checks you, you know. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's it's funny. I always say that bands are always the dysfunctional relationship that you choose to just stay in, you know, because yeah. you guys get in arguments and stuff like that. But oh yeah. And, and, but but like Christian and I will talk in ways that if other people read our messages, like they think that we're like in this weird fight, but it's just like that's how we talk to each mm-hmm. other. It's little mm-hmm. things where it's just like this, like, and, and it's we don't beat around the bush, you know. Yeah. It's just like we don't say. Well, maybe if you did this, it's just I don't right. like that. Try that, this. That's why know? I love you know the 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 current lineup we have. Our drummer I've known me and Daniel have known since we were fifteen years old. Daniel is my lead guitar player. I've known him since middle school. Right. And on. our our bass player Cade, he's a he's a new addition to the group. He's to the brotherhood, really. You know, and um, he fits right in. I mean, he's such a cool, easy to get along with guy, and like. Uh, he he vibes on our level, and he's not afraid to say what's on his mind. So he doesn't hold back. So none of us are walking on eggshells with each other. Yeah. And sometimes that really does lead to like the ex- not explosive arguments, but like when you say exactly what's on your mind. Sometimes there's a little bit of fuck you behind oh, for it. For sure, you and know? we do that all the time. Once a week, there's definitely yeah, some fuck yeah, you behind yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We and we we get that with each other, but it's because we've known each other for so long. But we we found we have this great dynamic and chemistry, and hopefully this lineup continues to progress through the ages and we can fucking make something out of it. And like at this point in time, I'm 30. Our drummer is like in his mid to late thirties. He's got a bunch of kids, you know, um, and we're just doing the best we can. Like we don't really have a lot of expectations anymore. We're just doing what we can with what we have. You know? But at the end of the day, that, that that's exactly what it is. You know, at the end of the day, like it's, it's not a paycheck. It's just the love of the music. Right. It has to be. We just do it because we love it, you know. And like, there's, it's, it's a part of our lives. It's the, it's the core of our yeah. identities now, you know. Let's make it very absolutely clear. By the way, uh, we're in the deficit for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I put a lot of money into this, so you know, uh, Patreon.com/slash Basement Dweller Productions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please be become a supporter today, and you can support this lovely show. Uh, but you know, you really do put a lot of stuff. You put, a, you have to. Yeah. That, that, that and you know what? Point. I gotta say, if you guys are watching this far into the episode. Which I hope. What, what did we? What did we say was our uh, average view time? Six minutes. We oh yeah, my yeah, fuck god! Fuck you guys. Yeah. We, so this is for us, yeah. right? Now. <laughs> I'm gonna have to just start making heartfelt promos. Yeah. So people start yeah. listening to the fucking. Well, if you're still here, fuck you. Why are you here? Yeah. You're an idiot. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> you're not a part of the average. <laughs> no, I really hope you guys make it out. Um, 
I, I really hope you guys like push through and get and and get your channel you know lifted off, which I believe you will because Thank you got you. a good chemistry and Thank you. Once you start getting more uh you know primo guests, I think people are gonna start really that's the goal digging man. in. But what know? it really came down to is that I find me and Christian so funny that my narcissistic brain just thought maybe we should start recording it. I mean that's that's how I have to take this because it, it really is just he and I talking about our week. But I, but, but like, you know, like, like most good friends, I mean, you could spend, I could spend eight hours in a car with this guy and we'll never have a dull moment, you know? And I'm sure you can relate to that too. Yeah. You know? So you just got to stop. I mean, I've seen even, we've done 70 episodes, you know, we've done a shit time. I've been doing this for almost two years now, which time has flown, you know? And, um, I've just seen so many people crash and burn. And it's just like the one thing you have to have is just patience and consistency and consistency. And And don't be weak. You know, you have to, you have to learn what. Whether again, whatever it is, even if you're a fucking stand up comedian, it's just you and you have a five minute set, you have to be able to have that humility to know this is what works, this doesn't. Um, and I tell this joke all the time where it's just like, I didn't want to be the guy that said, Oh, I have a podcast and everyone rolls their eyes because most podcasts you've heard of that never take off are dudes with their iPhone on the table bullshitting for 20 minutes, yeah. you know, and, and people. And understandably, so my parents were just like, Oh, it's a lot of money, you know, stuff like that. But it's just like, I wanted to be the best. You know, I wish I would have stopped listening to my parents uh, a lot earlier. Yeah. Because they want what's best for you in terms of financial stability. But dream chasing is not um, reliable by any means. So they're just looking out for your safety, you know, yeah. at the end of the day. That's what it is. You know, me me and Christian are definitely, we just complain about our parents all the time to each other. But <laughs> that, yeah. that's just kind of what it is, you know. But you you just got to self-regulate, man, yeah. and just go for it. You know, we had such a good heartfelt you know, a good 20 minutes here. And I loved every second of it. But, you know, before we started this show, you were telling me about a story ah. that I got to hear before okay. we go. I, I don't mean to gear shift just going from from five to one, but I got to hear it. I appreciate it. Um, Yeah. So it's a good one. And I feel I felt like this was really worthy of uh, being recorded because it's something <laughs> that that's how me and Christian think our daily thoughts are. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Lay it mm. on us, man. Well, so. As I, as I was telling you, uh, last year, all year, I worked in residential air conditioning. Yeah. And um, that means I go house to house fixing ACs and meet all kinds of people. Yeah. Um, so renters are typically like you, you run into either just normal people or just kind of weirdos. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a house kind of Tempe Chandler border, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I go there and... Um, I'm going to try to keep it kind of short and succinct so it, you know, I can get right to the ch- cut to the chase. But nah, take there, your time, there really man. was a buildup, you know. So yeah. I get there and, you know, I call the guy. I'm on my way. He's like, yeah, yeah, if you could make it quick, man, I've got some things going on tonight, you know, like just important <laughs> stuff. And I was like, all right, man. Cool. Which is never like a good. Well, what you know, that I'm like, he's just trying to get out of the house. Whatever, sure, sure. You know, so I get there and he answers the door and it's this dude with the with his shirt off and he's wearing a dog collar around his neck. Hell yes. Like, Red yeah. flag number one. All yes. right, cool. <laughs> and uh, he's like, just give me the weirdest vibes. I go inside his house to check out what's going on. Essentially his AC unit was leaking into his roof um, and it was on the roof. So I go in his house and I see a furry costume, a full wolf furry costume on the table. <laughs> So now I see what he's gearing up for yeah. for the night. I'm like, all right, this guy's going to go out and just do some fur shit. You know, yeah. he's, he's just going to go be a furry. All right. Yeah. Okay. So he's weird. All right. I'm, I'm just going to move on. You <laughs> yeah. know, I go upstairs as I'm walking upstairs. 
there's like hentai pictures pasted on the wall based as framed up yeah like hell yeah 20 by 30 like you know (laughs) big frames like hentai fucking if you if you're not familiar with what hentai is i'm sure most of your viewers are yeah they are (laughs) but go ahead and explain anyway anime porn yes right 100 anime yeah Yeah. (laughs) so i'm walking up there and i'm just like wow he's like bold you know he's putting this on his walls uh and (laughs) i i checked the thermostat out whatever so he goes, yeah, so just come on in whenever you want. No problem. I'm like, okay. Uh, so, now, are you doing a caricature of his voice, or is this really how he sounds? I think I'm maybe a little bit. But it's how I remember him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is very dark and mysterious yeah, and creepy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go outside, and he has the shittiest roof I've ever fucking worked on. Uh, if, if you're familiar with roof pitches, it's 6 by 12 roof pitch, which basically means the angle is like the worst it can possibly be. And the AC unit is dead on top. So I had to like mission impossible from a fully extended ladder to a two story building up to this fucking AC unit. And it sucked. And I was working on it, working on it, got the work I needed to get done. And I actually had to call my boss to come bring me a rope so I could like lasso it around the unit and shimmy myself down to the ladder. It was, mm-hmm. you know, was, I'm, I'm toasting. It's like June. Yeah. You know, I'm just roasting on this fucking roof. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to walk in his house and tell him I'm about to finish the job. Like, I'm just ready to go to bed. So I open the door. Lo and behold, five feet from me, he's getting fucked up the ass by another guy on the couch. By another furry. I I, I see him as a furry. So, yeah. (laughs) He's getting banged by another guy on the couch. And he did tell me, come inside anytime you want. I didn't didn't know he meant it like that. So... (laughs) I walk in, and I was going to go up and turn his thermostat on and try his AC unit out. But at that point in time, I was like, fuck this. So I turn around, and he comes outside like nothing happened. Oh, my God. And he's like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm done. I'm leaving. Bye. And he's like, okay, man. I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> so mean you to witnessed, wa- you witnessed gay sex. Yes. Right in front of your eyes. Yes, yes. At, you know, normal... Kind of normal work day. Was it like 11 a.m.? <laughs> like, was it just? Uh, like- it was like 3 p.m. Oh, wow. Yeah, middle of the afternoon. <laughs> they went right to just business. Some afternoon delight. Yeah, dude. Wow. They were getting right to it. And the guy that was banging him, yeah. I-, I was in my van and I called my boss. I said, I have to go. I'll explain later, but I can't be here right now. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, uh, okay, just give me a call. Are you okay? Are you safe? I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm safe, but I don't know if I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, so I I drive off, and the guy that was banging him comes outside with a shit-eating grin on his face. Like, (laughs) got him. Got him. So Wait, so hold on, hold on. So this man showed up and left the time you were there. Yes, he showed up after I got there to fuck his boy in the ass. (laughs) And then left as I was leaving. Business was to be had. Dude. Yeah, there wow. was a call that was made. Wow, long haired guys in town. Wow, yeah, that is <laughs> fucking bad. shit. Yeah, that's impressive. That's like, like literally, it was like we got ten minutes. Like, yeah. let's no, I was on, I was on the roof for a while. You okay, know? did you hear anything while you were on the roof? No, you can't hear shit. And it, it's a two story house, so I was just like, was it a nice house? Yes, it was really nice. You know that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it was really nice. But I feel like once your once your capital is like. 
seventy thousand year plus, you start getting into some pretty weird shit. Maybe I don't know. They they didn't smell seventy thousand. Oh, <laughs> smell like shit. It smelled yeah, gross in there. Yeah, they, it smelled gross. They're, it had they're, a. They're ha- sweaty people. Their smell had a aura. Was he wearing the suit? No, they weren't wearing the suits. Why they were banging? Was the hentai ma- men? It was. It was a little bit of everything. Okay. Oh. It was a lot. Was it sex scenes? Or was it just like naked stills? No, it was like it was like banging was going on, and I didn't <laughs> I didn't look long enough to uh, to like try to get the details. But they sent back another guy because I told the story to everybody, and my, <laughs> my boss was like, "Make sure you keep this to yourself." Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not good at keeping secrets. <laughs> yeah, thanks for so, sharing it on yeah, here too. So, yeah. I, I I told yeah everybody at work, yeah, and they were all getting a kick out of it. So it was just like every person I told. Thought it was so fucking hilarious. And so it just turned into this fucking whole thing. Every meeting, everyone's talking about it. And our, our bosses hated it because they're like, guys, don't bring up the Stop fir- talking about the butt fucking, yeah, Stop dude. talking Fuck. about the gay Enough. sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it just always came up. And finally, another guy went back. Yeah. Um, shout out, Mark. Love you, dog. <laughs> shout out, Mark. <laughs> he went back and he had a, a he he had his camera recording in his shirt pocket. Not AC, not all AC guys do this, by yeah. the way. Don't worry. We're not going in recording you in your fucking house, yeah, but yeah, yeah. there was a there was a preface to this. You right, know? there was a story I, to be had. I told him, be on guard. Yeah, you <laughs> know, have your camera ready just in case they start doing some weird shit, so you can present that to the homeowner, to like the the people whoever owns a house, the agency or whatever, and let them know like this is what's going on. We won't be returning. Because of this, you know, because they shouldn't be doing that to people. Yeah, the fucking balls to just right. have a hookup session when you know the AC guy's there. Yeah, no, I think that there was some sort of, there was something underlying there. Like, they were definitely trying to get some sort of kick out of it. I was going to say, like, do you think it was like a kink? Like, I think that, like they uh, wanted to be I, watched or I something? think they wanted to be caught. Okay. For do sure. You, do you think they wanted you to hop on in? Probably. I, I don't think they would he have said... He did say, come back in any time. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't think they would have said no. So that was the invitation. Like, oh, just come back in whenever. They, there's a, without a shadow of a doubt, they would not have said no if I was, like, into <laughs> that. But I was not into that. And even if I was gay, they were, like, the most disgusting dudes I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I believe it. They're yeah. fucking furries. Yeah. yeah we, we've so, said on multiple... Don't feel bad about this. On multiple occasions, we've definitely said that furries are fucking weirdos. They wear so, costumes to fuck each other. Y- yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> and they try to be like, we're not weird. I'm like, you are. <laughs> yeah. You should work on Says that. Says the guy with the fucking hentai portraits yeah. on his, in his fucking house. I'm like, that, that's something you, you actually... You need your brain fixed. Right. You gotta go to therapy. <laughs> like, you need help. Yeah. I'm just trying to yiff with the AC guy. <laughs> yiff. Yeah, that's what it's yeah. called. That's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they probably were, but you know, yeah, not not my bag. Nice try, guys. Yeah. Oh my God. On that fucking note, thank you so very much for coming on, man. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. That was really good. Uh just to reiterate, uh, we have with us Esteban from the band The Ritz. Uh, you could see them on April 15th uh, at the A Night with the Savages show at the Pub Rock. You can also see him in March with the local Arizona band I Pariah. Oh, yeah. We're uh, playing out in Vegas. We're playing, uh, fuck, I forget the name of the festival. I forget. Uh, I'm so sorry, guys. But that's okay. We'll, anyway. post, we'll post things. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'm filling in on live guitar with I Pariah. Shout out, I Pariah. Shout out, I Pariah. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah of course. Absolutely. Thank you so very much for coming on. Christian, you got anything else? I love you. And I love you guys, too. Thank you so very much for coming on, Esteban. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you. 
Everyone else, take care. Have a good night. We'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. If you like what you heard, tap into their Instagram and Twitter. The information is right below with their email. It's time you bit the bullet and started caring about something with all your heart and energy. Be sure to log into the channel by subscribing and check out the previous episodes. But until then, we'll see you next week with a new one. We out for now. We out for now. We out for now.